Guess what, you stupid bellends? We made it. Did I just demonetize this video? Yeah. Don't give a fuck. We fucking made it. 52 weeks back to back to back. I feel like Drake. Didn't didn't miss shit, bro. Didn't miss a fucking week. Who's laughing now, Mop? <laughs> Who's laughing now, bitch? <laughs> no, in all seriousness, this wouldn't happen without you guys. So this is this is a milestone for us, bro. Bro, we never thought we were actually gonna get here. So this we'll probably spend the next zone. we'll probably spend the next 40 minutes reminiscing on shit. And then no, I'm joking, obviously, but um <laughs> And then after that, we will uh, do some funny shit. And for those that haven't followed us in the past and just have listened to like the most recent episodes, this is episode 52, meaning we've been doing this for exactly one year. Happy birthday, SNG. Happy birthday, SNG. Happy fucking birthday. To the fans as well, happy birthday. It's crazy. Spud. We made it, boy. We made it. I love you, bro. I love you too, bro. Damn, you made it. It's been an eventful year. It has been. It's flown by. Yeah, man. And the We've newbies... spoken about fucking loads of shit. Bare shit. Loads of shit. And people are just joining us. If this is your first episode, welcome. Welcome. Um, and yeah, man. We. This is the thing, right? So I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm not prideful. Like I don't have an ego. So I'm, I don't care about sharing our numbers and stuff like that. Mm. Like we make. So let's say we, we get about somewhere in the region of like 2,000 audio downloads a day. Mm-hmm. So what's that like? <clears throat> 14,000 a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably like 3,000, well, the channel as a whole. The channel as a whole gets about uh, 50, about 15, actually yeah, about, about the same actually. YouTube channel gets about 15,000 views. A week, okay. Um, so let's let's call it thirty thousand collectively. So collectively, yeah. Thirty thousand view stroke listens a week, <clears throat> which is good. It's great. She's good. In the beginning, <laughs> there was man. <laughs> In the beginning, bruv, you man don't get it. We got fuck all. You man don't get it. When we started this, we had about two listeners. Oh my days! And one of them was me. <laughs> And the other was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had fuck all going on. No one gave a shit. No one wanted to listen. There had no one in Instagram. I remember when it took us about a month and a half to, I think, get to 20 Instagram subscri- um, followers. Really? 20. I don't recall. 20 Instagram followers took about a month, over a month, maybe even longer than that. Mm-hmm. And it was such a slow burn. And I, I remember thinking, fucking hell, fucking hell, fucking hell. Like, this is going to take, like, not necessarily, not even about what it's going to take in terms of time-wise. Mm. But I remember thinking, like, maybe it's shit. Maybe it's, it's shit. Mm. And that's why no one's fucking with it. Yeah. And then we move forward in the months. And even, what, five, six months in, I think. <clears throat> Before Corona hit. Before Corona hit, five, six months, yeah, but call it six months, so September to March. So just before Corona, we'd made it to 65 YouTube subscribers. I remember the day I was in the gym, 65, because we'd shot up from 60 to 65 in a day. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh my, God. my God, five subs overnight. <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> five subscribers overnight. Like we're moving and shaking. Shaking and moving. Fast forward another six months, probably get 
five subscribers every half an hour, hour. If that. Yeah. And uh, 30,000 downloads, so stroke views or whatever a week. And uh, yeah, it's only going to get better. It's only going to get bigger and better. And it only is only down to awesome people who take the time out of their day to to show their attention to us for no fucking reason. For what reason, I do not know. <laughs> but <clears throat> it's all about the shares, man. Yeah. So these guys are, are happy to share, and that's super awesome. Like, we see, yeah, we see, like, how many shares and stuff we get and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, like, people are taking the time. Not only do they like it, but they're like, they want to share the love. Patreon again. <clears throat> We started Patreon, what, four months in, five months in? And um, yeah, at first, I had faith. If you had had I zero, had zero expectations. <laughs> Let's be honest. I had zero expectation. Anyone's going to pay. You obliged me. You anything. let me do it anyway, which I'm grateful for. And you were like, cool, just do what you think. Obviously, you didn't. And that's the thing. You were nice enough to not tell me that you had no faith whatsoever, yeah. which was cool. And here we are now. We have money in the bank every month. We do. Obviously, thanks to you guys again. Thanks to you guys. So oh, much appreciated. Super good quote. I was uh, watching Will Smith's Instagram. Will Smith's literally the king of Instagram. His Instagram is. He's been on Instagram great. for five minutes, and he's literally <laughs> he's the king of Instagram. It. He's bodied it. Um, he's, he's completed Instagram. It. But he posted someone's quote the other day, which hit me straight in my chest, and it was, "If you can't get over the fear." Just do it scared. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Big boy quote. Mm. Big boy. I don't mm. know whose quote it was originally. I think he did quote the person in there. But um, if you can't get over the fear, just do it scared. And that's the biggest takeaway that I would like to say with uh, the podcast stuff is like, you can have all the tools in the world. Yeah. But fear is always, we spoke about it before, getting started on something is always the biggest hurdle of course just taking the leap and just thinking fuck it just do it man like the people always people when you when you message us you may think you're the only one but you never are (laughs) trust me everyone's unique and wonderful but your fears are everyone else's fears and they're Mm. all just material fears Mm. like everyone feels like everyone feels like the thing that's holding them back is individual to, to them. them yeah because it helps them justify their fear yeah but you have the same fears everyone else has mm. but someone managed to do it mm. we managed to do it mm. i was scared as fuck mm. i said before i had the equipment about a month before we ever did yeah, anything I remember you saying because so. i was shitting myself yeah um but here we are man and now it's our part-time job it actually is it's our second job now it actually is it's our second job now um so, and it will be our first job in a few months as well. So, <laughs> touch wood. Touch wood. Oh, so, yeah, um, just do it. Scared, man. Fuck it. Who cares? Just do it. Take that leap of faith. Take guys. the leap in, of faith. In anything you want to do in life, man. And it's, yeah, this doesn't just apply to podcasting. In anything you want to like, do. Like, it's just, it applies to anything in life. And like I said, like, you might message us hoping for the answer. Like, people message us sometimes and they're just like, I really want to start my podcast. Or, and I just want some advice or can mm. you give me any hits? Like, I, I'm, I'm really worried about this or that. And again, like, you think that is just you that feels that way. But that's the 10th message we've received about exi- <laughs> with the exact same shit in it. So don't worry. Just do it anyway. You're not the only ones, guys. Just do it anyway. And if you don't like it, sack it off. Like, 
things in life just don't come handed to you and you have to just chase Sometimes your they shit. do when you're lucky. But yeah, bro. nine times out of 10, you have to chase your shit, man. You have to. You have to chase your shit. And it's one thing this year's taught me is that people always used to say, oh, um, success is when luck meets preparation. Okay. Success is when luck meets preparation. And every success we've had this year has only come from the work that we've done already. Yeah. So I was talking to uh, someone the other day, uh, one of our friends the other day, Mm. and they mentioned that... uh, glamour mag feature yes and i was like yeah it's all good like obviously you know what i mean i don't like to boast or anything mm. like that and i was like yeah it's nice and that uh, and he was like yeah man it's good it's good yeah yeah. yeah. and i was like yeah yeah, yeah it's, it is good and um i said but obviously when you get down to it the realist the the reality is is just like um one of the editors or writers or whatever happens to work for that company yeah and happens to listen to us at the same time so yeah. That's we're just lucky. We're lucky, yeah. And he was like, "Cool, yeah, you may have been lucky, but if you'd only had two shit episodes before that, and you're only on episode three now, you think you think just because they listen, like they you're gonna they're gonna put you in the magazine, like Mm. they're not going to. Mm. They only put you in there because you've got enough. You've got a catalog. You've got a catalog. Yeah. And if you didn't have that, if you would have given up or you kept skipping weeks and all that stuff, if you Mm. hadn't been working the entire time. Regardless if they're a listener or not, yeah. Regardless if they love it or not, yeah. if you didn't have the hard work put in and all the catalog and stuff like that, then it still wouldn't happen. So. Yeah, this this that reminds me of something I saw on Twitter. There was someone painting something. I can't remember what it was, but maybe people have seen it before. Um, it was a ama- it was fucking amazing, and he painted like a, a like a gold quiff line or something like that was like the final detail of something. People are talking about that, mm. and someone quote tweeted that you're paying me for the hardship of me learning how to do that. You're not paying me for the 15 minutes of me painting these paintings. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm charging big X, money. X amount of money because you're paying me for what I put in. You're that's paying for all the training I put very in. Very good point. You're paying me for all the training I put in. You're not paying me for this piece. You pay, you're paying me for the 15 years of hard work it took me to be able to do this. To do that in an instant. Yeah. Fuck. I never thought about that. It's yeah. exactly right, man. So it's crazy. Consistency, guys. Consistency, Consistency fucks anything over you just keep doing shit and just keep doing it you get better and better and better it and better, and better. To anything it can apply to your diet it can apply to your you gymming it can apply to you fucking learning a new language it can apply to you playing games whatever do it week in week out day in day out whichever your routine is and trust me you will see results it's it's a fact it's mm. a fact it is a fact it's a fact it it's not fact. it's not it's not a, it's not fiction it's an actual fact it is a fact um and we've had some super motivating conversations today 100% uh, and this week and this year and everything and we're just super grateful for everyone we're grateful for some of the messages we receive man some of them are just like Jesus wow they're crazy some of the messages we receive like what we mean to them we listen to you every week I don't want to bait anything out obviously because it's personal but it's just like you have no idea sometimes when especially me obviously because we don't live together so when I read stuff it could be different to when he reads stuff and my emotion might be different to his emotion, blah, blah, blah. So there are times when I read some of the messages that we get sent either to our personal DMs or our shits and gigs Instagram DMs or even Twitter. And I'm like, wow, we're just talking. Me and James are just talking as boys, as best friends, the camera's on, and we're just having a fucking laugh. But the fact that you guys tune in, listen, week in, week out, and it means something more to you than what it is to us in that essence. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, 
it's it's mind blowing to me. And for people like that, we we actually thank you. Well, I personally thank you so much for stuff like that because the mess those kind of messages inspire me to keep it going. Well, yeah, I don't think I don't think yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. I would say it means it's surprise the, the <sighs> get your words out, son. <laughs> Deep breath. <laughs> it's surprise. What's surprising to me is not that it means more to them than it does to us. Mm. Is that my conversation with you, yeah, my best friend, means as much to someone who's never met us mm. as it does to me having the conversation. Mm. Context. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's what's surprising. And also for, for viewers slash listeners that have listened from the jump or like listened to like a healthy amount, let's say 20 episodes, 30 episodes, you guys in your, in your right minds, you feel like you know us now. And you do. And you do. That's the scary part. It's, it's scary, but it's also, I don't know. I don't know the word to describe the feeling. It's, cr- it's a crazy emotion because you actually feel like you know us and if it wasn't for the consistency, if it wasn't for the week in, week out, every Monday, us putting the episodes on, us fucking struggling and striving to make sure we're getting this done, everything, mm. you wouldn't have that same gratification or that same feeling towards us when you do watch or if you do listen to it because we've put in that work. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all for you guys, Everyone's man. super helpful. Every time someone comments or messages and it's like, ah, oh, like say whatever nice thing they want to say but then when they finish it and they're just like i'm waiting for the day you guys quit your jobs the <sighs> fact that that actually is important to someone who's never met me in my entire and life probably might never will probably might never will do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's <sighs> gives me chills sometimes it gives me chills it's fucking nuts but it's, um it's mine yeah bro. man from there someone uh so someone asked us to talk about this is a good one what are our hopes or our plans for the next year so one year in what's the plans for year two so for you you go first and then i'll also so plans for year two so like by the tail end of the second year so we um episode 104 episode 104 yeah so by by end of episode 104 or when episode 104 is released i want to be or i want us to be in a place where we have the power to quit our jobs mm. but we're in a balance of whether we can do it either today or let's wait a bit let's say we'll make a month or so when we know everything's solidified because in a year's time i feel like we would have because of the hardship we put this year in this year we would have hit a momentum where we're inevitably not going to be able to be stopped yeah yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah and i feel like because of the because of how vast our fan base is. And we're not just, our fan base isn't just based in the UK. It's not just segregated to women. It's not just segregated to men. How vast our fan base is. The bigger and bigger our podcast grows, the more and more different eclectic people that are are going to listen to it. And that in turn is just going to grow our podcast. And by that time that grows our podcast, whether it be on YouTube, whether it be on them buying our merch, whether them signing up to Patreon, YouTube alone or Spotify alone, that gives us the equity to, Move, move forward mm. and do what we truly love, which is sit here, flick the camera on and chat absolute shit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Express yourself. Express ourselves. Have a laugh. Talk about what's on our mind. Be unapologetic and just try our hardest to be ourselves. And um, that's what's important to me. So, yeah, this time next year, I would like us... 
I'll talk more about kind of like small things then. Um, I would like us, obviously, depending on the state of COVID. Yeah. By this time next year, I would have liked us to booked in some meet and greets. Oh, I can't booked in some meet and greets. <sighs> so yeah, obviously, yeah, we'll get that sorted. Um, obviously, we'll start off in the UK and then branch out from there. Um, Sweden, I would, we're coming. Yeah, we Australia, we're coming. We USA. You, California, we're California, coming. yeah, we're coming. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would like that for one. Uh, so yeah, it would be nice to start meeting some more people. So I'm putting some faces to the names, if you yeah, will. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Because you've got, like I said, we've got an eclectic fan base, and a lot of the fans are consistent as well, and they're from completely different countries. So some from Sweden, some from Norway, some from um, USA, some from. Australia, Canada, so, Australia, Australia. So if we actually Norway. go out and get to see them as people, it'll it's cool, man. It's it'll be incredible. Um, so meet and greets and the kind of live shows. I would like us to get done in the next twelve months. Mm. Um, I would like, obviously, for us to quit um, our jobs. And um, I was going to say something. What was it? What was it that I wanted to do? Um, I don't know, man. I would like us to just keep our integrity where it's at i would like us to be an example for something in the next mm. 12 months mm. i've been trying obviously i've been pushing this for obviously this 12 months but it's it's becoming more prominent as the days go on that it's important for us and especially after the conversation we just had yeah um with a lovely person it's important for us to continue to try and be as honest as we can yeah. in this kind of PC world that we live in. And the point about what you said. Me? Uh, uh, yeah, a minute ago in terms of, um, fucking hell, what did you just say? Um, just in terms of, wait, what the fuck am I even talking about? What did you just say? I don't know. Fam, do you ever have that when your mind just goes completely blank? Yes. Mid sentence. Yes, fam. Yes. But the mind is a mysterious thing. Because how it's able present. to do that... I was present. Be- beyond I knew me. what I was talking about. And all of a sudden, it's gone. It was a distraction. I don't know. It's like I didn't get distracted by anything. I, I don't know. It was weird. Anyway, so what I was trying to say is... Yeah. Back to the point in hand. Fucking hell. So, it's important for us to be who we are. Mm. Yes, it what you said about people knowing us. Mm-hmm. People knowing us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it's very easy to take a lot of the stuff that we say. Use it out of context. Yeah. And paint us in a bad light. Mm-hmm. That's easy. It's easy to do for anyone. For anyone. For anyone. anyone to do. Not it's, just it, us, yeah. If, you, if you've never seen any of our episodes or anything and you just clicked on YouTube, fast forward it to Midway, you don't know anything about us and then catch us saying half the stuff we say, you're probably like, fuck these guys. 100%. Fuck these guys, yeah. they're pricks. Yeah. But the good thing about what we do and the art of long, excuse me, long form conversation is that you get the opportunity to know people understand their intent, understand their morals, understand who they are as a person. So you don't have to subscribe to being part of a culture that chastises people for saying certain things. Yeah. When you take it out of context, because context is important. Oh, 100%. Context is important. In everything you You can say the same word in three different tones of voice and it means three different things. So just taking something someone said and using it as a weapon against them out of context is just so prevalent today and i fucking hate it Mm. so i would like in the next 12 months us to 
keep our integrity where it's at. 100%. And make the sacrifices that we, we make to make the sacrifices that we make to continue to do that. Um, like, for example, like people, this is something like we don't speak about. Like, people never notice. I said at the beginning of the video, like, YouTube basically demonetizes us entirely entirely because for what we, we say yeah, yeah, yeah. so we don't really get paid for youtube at all mm. we should be making way more on youtube than we do mm. but they did demonetize us pretty much every week because of the stuff we say and yes there are little kind of workarounds that you can try and do but just yeah. like we're not really gonna budge on what we say and how we say it and stuff like that and who we are and who we are for the sake of money and i would like that to continue Obviously, like I say, it's easy to say now, yeah, because we're not. It's not a million fucking pounds that we're yeah, yeah, wasting, you know, there, yeah. whatever. But I would like to still be in that position a year from now, mm. and the year after that, and mm. the year after that, and just mm. be like, no, just no, I'm mm. not willing to. I'm not willing to change. So, um, yeah, I would like that. Um, and yeah, yeah, the year I would just like it to be more funny shit. Ah, that's what I was gonna fucking say. Guests, guests. Mm-hmm. So. Thanks to you lovely uh, patrons and for the little bit of money that YouTube does give us and people who buy the merch and all that stuff. Uh, we managed to get loads of money together and spend a little bit on some new equipment. So we've got a new microphone yep. um, and all that jazz. So in the year coming now, we will start having some guests on. Yes, we know you want fucking Bella. Everyone knows. <laughs> Everyone's been saying get Bella on the podcast. We know um so yeah we're gonna be having guests on and um it's not gonna be all the time because the show is gonna stay the same yeah i've listened to podcasts in the past where it's just been two guys yeah and then they start putting guests on and it ruins the whole thing because i'm not there for that person i mean it's a nice change it's not an interview (laughs) yeah yeah it's a nice change sometimes yeah but the show has to keep its integrity Mm. so but now and again we're gonna have guests on um and they're just gonna be friends of ours they're just going to be people we enjoy spending time with. Yeah. It's not going to necessarily be anyone that's going to help us on a cross-platform yeah, sense, but we yeah. don't even like them, so we're just doing it to get more views. It's not mm. never going to be anything like that. It's people that you guys most likely won't know, um, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun to listen to anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think without any further ado, let's actually say some funny shit. That was emotional. Yeah, I'm not going to cool. lie. That for, I don't know how long that was, probably 15 minutes or whatever. It was cool. It's, it? it's um, it was an eye opener, and thank you again. But anyway, mm. so first request of the day, in terms to speak of, is quick quickly before that fun fact of the day. Um, oh yeah, fun fact. Go on. Fun fact of the day. There was a there's a guy called William Morrison. Morrison, William Morrison. Quote me if I'm wrong. Um, he's a dentist. Mm. He invented candy floss, aka cotton candy. Okay. So he did that. So his, this was back in the day as well. Yeah, I'm he did so. that. So his colleagues and peers can have more business. Isn't really? That, isn't that a wild concept? So cotton candy or candy floss, whichever country you're, on, you're in, was invented by a dentist. So kids can continuously eat sweets. So fuck they can up fuck up teeth. their teeth. So dentists can get paid consistently. Wow. Mind blown, right? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's very crazy. Did he not just set his patent and then fucking live off the royalties of candy floss forever and be like, actually, fuck being a dentist. I'm rich as tits. Um, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. What snaky fucker. <laughs> what crazy. snaky fucker. It's crazy, right? I bet their dentistry was shit back in the day. They didn't have veneers back then. 
What are they even doing to sort these teeth out, bruv? Who knows? What an evil fuck. But yeah, that's the fun fact of the day. That guys. is interesting. I'm loving fun facts. Right. I hope you guys are too. So we've got fan requests mm. and we tried our best today. We thought we're just going to do fan requests, mm. mostly. Um, so, first one. How to avoid a fuckboy. Now, as I said to the person who requested this topic, mm. I empower fuckboys. I don't want to. F- I don't want to ruin the game for them. We can't ruin the game. Fuckboys need pussy too. The game is the game is the game, and there are no cheat codes to the game. That needs to be understood first and foremost. And I think the easiest answer to that question is like how to avoid fuckboys. Is it's easy because every guy can, every girl can spot a fuckboy from a mile away. Every guy, every girl can. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like almost every girl can because they they know the flags, they see them. They still I see where you're going consistent. with this. I see where they you're going with this. Want to go there? You flip me. You flip me mid sentence. I was about to be like, I disagree hundred percent. You flip me. You still want to go there because, like I said, I've I've seen it happen. Not to me personally, mm. but I've, I've seen it happen. Like I don't want. I don't. I, I can't out people. Out people. <laughs> That's the thing. I can't out people because it is what it is. Then the game is the game. But I've just seen it happen. Red flags galore, but you'll still go there. Because why? It's fun. That's the thing. It's you fun. say you want to avoid a fuckboy. But fuckboys sometimes give you life. They give you non, something. Non-fuckboys are boring. Non-fuckboys are boring. It boils down to what we said prior. Um, Myself if- included. <laughs> boring. It boils down to what we said um, a few episodes ago about no one just wants rough anal sex or you don't want missionary sex all the time. You want a mix and match. You do want to mix so and match. So you're always going to have being a, you're always going to have a stage of your life where a fuckboy might be entertaining you and you might be in that frame of mind where you're going to entertain that fuckboy as well. Yeah, man. It's obviously the longevity of that relationship, quote unquote, isn't going to last long because you know, that's not what you're there for. But at that time and at, at that time of your life is something you may have needed and it could help you get over stuff yeah just assume <laughs> just as, no nah, oh. just assume anyone who's boring is not a fuckboy mm. and anyone who's awesome is a fuckboy now you're that doesn't paint a picture for everyone yeah some awesome people also aren't fuckboys yeah but for the general sense of it if you're too awesome, you're probably a fuckboy. Because guess what? You're not the only one who thinks he's awesome. True. Other hosts think he's awesome too. And guys aren't just out here turning down pussy left, right, and center. <laughs> Come on now. Pussy controls the world. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm so sick of tired of it. And it is. It does control the world. And it's ridiculous. But yes, fuckboys are out there. They, a lot of the time they make themselves known. Sometimes they hide in the tall grass, but they always give you red flags. Always. When he's got the chit chat, when you're out for cocktails and he's got the chin wag, he's a fuck boy. <laughs> Who's he been talking to? Where did he get this practice? These are questions you need to be asking yourself. <laughs> when he works in accounting, he's probably not a fuck boy. He doesn't have the time to be dating. <laughs> he doesn't have the time to be a fuck boy. He hasn't got the luxury to be a fuck boy. Fam, when his hairline's receding... He's, he's probably not a fuckboy. He's stressed. He hasn't got time. No one wants to fuck him. And he doesn't want to fuck them. Those are the guys you want to settle down with if you want to avoid fuckboys. You're probably thinking, you don't want to, I don't want a boring guy. I don't want a guy with receding hairline. I don't want Jeff no from one. accounting. <laughs> Tough. You love saying Jeff from accounting. Jeff from accounting. Everyone knows one Jeff from accounting. <laughs> I don't want Jeff from accounting as my man. Mm. I want 
Jorge. I want a Latin dance with Jorge. To give him that dangly dang. Dangly dang. <laughs> I want someone who's going to fucking throw me about. I want someone who's going to pull my hair. That's what I want someone who's muscular and tall and handsome and uh, oiled beard and all that stuff. Guess what? Fuck boy. So you, you answered your own question, fam. This you is, happy? Yeah, it's not the answer you wanted, <laughs> but that's what it is. That's what you're going to get. That's um, what it is. Jeffrey McCann's not a fuckboy. To paint a picture on why I said, obviously everyone knows Pussy Runs the World anyway, but to paint mm. a picture and to give a context as to why I said that. Yeah. And an example, rather, I was talking to someone. Um, This was a few, I was talking to someone recently, but this situation happened a few years ago, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. She had recently become single. Mm-hmm. And there's this, there's been a guy that she's, they, there's been a guy that's fancied her for a while. Yeah, yeah. And they, she could obviously tell he wanted to fuck her. And she saw that in him and she, not, I wouldn't say she fancied him, but they had a, a flirtatious kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. nothing ever occurred, obviously, because she, she was, she was taken. Yes. So there was a point where she was recently single she saw this guy in a club and she said to herself, I'm going to fuck this guy tonight. Mm. And the first thing she said when she saw him was, hi, I'm single. And that was all it took. That's all it took. She had the, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. She had the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? She just had the thought of, I'm fucking this guy tonight. And if she has that thought, there's nothing that's changing that. Because if I say to a, if I say to myself, I see a girl, oh, I'm fucking this girl tonight. I'm probably not. Of course I'm not. I'm not fucking this girl tonight. I'm not fucking anyone tonight. Fam, her ears will prick up like a dog. Even if I've said it in my head, her ears will prick up like a dog and she'll be like, him? No. No. I can smell the thirst on this guy's breath. She just said to herself, I'm fucking this guy tonight. And she rolled up to him and said, Hi. he was what passing through. They were in the Shubs, by the way. The Shubs is a club. And... She stopped in front of him and said, hi, I'm single. Apparently, man was moving, man said, let's go now. Let's go now. She was like, nah, wait. Um, I'll say, till when? Nah, wait. Man said, it, she said, man was prancing around the shrubs like, when are we going? Itching. When are we going? Itching. Man said, she said, man drove like his life depended on it to the yard. <laughs> like his life depended on it. Fuck. A set C. That is sec C. <sighs> what I'd give for that situation. No one could tell me that. Hi, I'm single. Oh, especially if it's, if it's a thing that you've been quote unquote fantasizing about for a, for a yes. while. Yes, 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 yes. would elasticate. Fam? Oh, I'd have to pattern Viagra. Oh, because I'd have I'm to not by. stopping. Fam, I'm, I'm making this a life-changing experience. Stopping. This will be a life-changing experience. Some girls, some girls, bruv, when they're willing to shoot their shot and they do it to that caliber. To that caliber. That's impressive. <sighs> we obviously spoke about shooting your shot in a few episodes ago, but that, that's a three-pointer. Fam. That's a buzzer that's beater. That's a half court bang. That's a buzzer beater. That's a buzzer beater. Fuck. Jesus Christ. I'd feel so excited, but yet scared. 
Oh yeah, because the power is it's out of your hands now. It's it such wasn't a power my play. choice. It's such a power play. It wasn't. And from when she said, from when my man asked, oh, let's go. And she said, nah, wait. Oh. I'll be sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I'll be holding her purse in the corner. <laughs> just like, checking the time, fam. Fam? <sighs> oh, my dick very be sexy. so hard. It's crazy. Can it's... you think of a time where you've approached a ting yeah. with serious bravado? Yeah. And it's paid off. I'll wait. I'm playing. It's definitely not happened with me. I want to say yes, but I'm trying to think of a specific example because it clearly doesn't happen often. This is the thing. It Do actually I mean? doesn't. Um, okay it didn't necessarily pay off because I didn't act on it but I'll give you the story anyway mm-hmm. so I was I was at a bar one time I was at Albert Schloss um, whoever lives in Manchester knows obviously where Albert Schloss is I was in Albert Schloss um, and this wasn't recently by the way and I was there with like work colleagues and retata. and you know as you do as we always do when we're in a club or a bar we scan the room so I scanned the room the first time. I caught an eye of a female. She looked good. And I'm assuming she acknowledged I looked good too because we held eye contact for a bit. Mm. And then I went back to my group of friends. I was like, cool. And then I wanted to go toilet, but I walked the long way to see if she was still there. Yeah, yeah. We made eye contact again and I went to speak to her. Yeah, yeah. So we were just talking, 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 introduced myself, made her laugh, right? Her tear, and I said, okay, I'm going to go toilet. I'm a be- no, the reason why I didn't approach her the first time was because she was with her girl. Yeah, yeah. And I never like doing a two, like a two girls, one I'm guy not, thing. Like, doing, yeah, I, yeah. I don't like, I need, it needs to be balanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think when I was going to go toilet, the friend had probably gone toilet. So she was alone. So that was my opening. Speaking to her, and I could already tell off the bat it was flowing. She was mm. cute. Ooh. She was nice. Mm. Curly hair, nice eyes. She had braces as well. There was, oh, some, okay. there was something about it. Sometimes there's, there's something about braces. When girls have braces and your, your smile is a bit... Oh, there's something about it. I've got nice teeth with braces. I don't know what it is, but yes, I know exactly what you're on but about. But anyway, she was banging. She was banging. Yeah, she was banging anyway. Um, so I said, we spoke, we were chilling. I already knew that if I had gone the extra mile... I could have potentially either gotten a number or like we could have mm. patterned something from there or mm. whatever. But I went toilet and by the time I came back, her friend was there. I still had the same confidence or whatever. And I still spoke to them. I introduced myself to the brethren. And we couldn't, me and this girl continued our conversation. And I asked her where she lived. She said she just lives outside Manchester. Right, right, right. And we, I think I, I purposely left it as that. Mm. Because I know for a fact I could see what well, I, I thought I could see that there wasn't, there would have been no point in me getting a number because it wasn't a situation where like that instance where I just gave you, I said, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy tonight. It wasn't that kind of, that's yeah. not the vibe I was getting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not like I was out there looking for that. It's just the fact that I knew for a fact, I probably wouldn't be able to keep her entertained long enough whilst we're like doing, doing this WhatsApp thing, I would have probably just forgotten it. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. vice versa. She would have probably lacked stuff as well. Mm-mm. So I've, I didn't feel like it was necessary to continue that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. the bravado aspect, that was, that, was exa- that was an example. Yeah, man. I, as you were talking, I was trying to, this is how you know I'm a 
fucking bitch. As you were talking, mm. I was trying to think for me, like, is there any time, because I've already explained, I, I don't, don't shoot my shot. <laughs> I don't talk to girls. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to think of, has anything of that caliber happened to me where I've like approached the thing and just been confident that I'm fucking tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every single occasion that I thought of was the girl doing it to me. Mm. Was the girl doing it to me. Oh, exactly wow. like this conversation mm. in where it happened so forwardly that now I'm thinking, was it you? No. Now I'm thinking, wow, I think they did exactly what you just said that girl did. And mm. they saw me. Mm. Some of them knew who I was anyway, or one of them knew who, out of all of, yeah, out of the three occasions I got in head, one of them already knew who I was. Mm. But yeah, they'd, they'd looked and they were like, I'm fucking tonight. Mm. Because they came at me with chest. So one of them <clears throat> was, uh, you know this one. I think you know all of them. You know of all of them. Okay. So one of the, I'll tell the stories, right? This is, so let's just dive into some fuckboy chat because people love to hear fuckboy chat. Let's, I'll talk to you about James back in the day. Old school James when he was a little pathetic little fuckboy. So James, one of the one of the best versions of you I've ever seen. <laughs> one of the best versions of you I've ever seen. You were on smoke. There was no. There was a period of time you were untouchable, hands down. There was to a be period fair, of time. Okay, actually, before I get into the three topics, mm. actually, I don't have a situation where I knew I was fucking a specific girl. But exactly what you're talking about, there was a period in time. Well, I knew when we would roll out on a Monday night, Hush. I'm having sex. I don't even know who it's going to be with, but I'm going to have sex with someone tonight. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it happened every single time. It was a weird time. It was like we were, we were clubbing in the upside down. <laughs> I don't think they actually knew what I looked like. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think it was when Drake was on the come up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Drake was on the come up and they were like, yeah, I can see a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, that's probably what it was because I was bulletproof. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I don't have any ego as well. Like you should know, but I don't like big myself up like that. But this time was a weird time. It was. It was. A great I was time fucking nonstop. Uh, it was cool. It was a good time. It was a very good time. But yeah, the three times I had in my head where the girls actually did it to me mm. it was one. So first one was deaf mum. So for, con- <laughs> so for context, so listen to this here. You man, listen to this. <laughs> listen to this shit. <sighs> so I'm on a night out. This is a very long time ago, but I'm on a night out and I see this girl and she's looking nice and she's moving even nicer. Mm. Um, oh, a girl that can move. Oh, bro. Can tell a tale. So uh, she, um, exactly the same thing. Oh, we- I'm so sorry to cut you off. I'm Go so, on. so sorry to cut you off. But I, you know this girl. I've shown you her before. And there's a girl. There's a girl on Instagram that I follow that I've shown you before that is actually banging. And oh, can't dance. And she just can't. Yeah, dance. Buzzkill. Buzzkill. <sighs> Buzzkill, man. If you're aware that you can't dance, you have to be self-aware in this world, right? You have to be self-aware, and not no one can be good at everything. So if you can't dance. <sighs> Pattern it in a way that no one ever has to find out. She has no rhythm. But she's up at echelon. You showed me she's banging. unbelievably good looking. Unbelievably good looking. You she showed me before. Cut, and it, 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 it's, I feel like it's a waste of beauty almost. <laughs> it's so unfair to say. 
It's yeah. so far-fetched and unfair to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the two should come hand in hand. You should have You'd rhythm like to think so, as well as beauty. You'd like to fucking think anyway, so. Anyway, sorry to cut you off. I just um, had to put that out there. But yeah, deaf mum. So um, people are thinking, deaf mum? Yeah. You will Bam, understand. It's legit. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm schmoozing. I'm having a good time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm bam, I'm in the club and I think I was with my boy, but he'd left me at this point. So yeah. the club's dying down. So I'm thinking, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I'm going to have to get a taxi home by myself in a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just there, just, mm, mm, get money. Mm, 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 get, get money. money. Uh, I hope everyone understands that reference. <laughs> I hope you guys understand that reference. Um, so I'm there with my mm, mm, get monies and she clocks me. We make eye contact. I do the little embarrassing smile and turn away. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. And then. <laughs> She comes up to me. I can't remember for the life of me what she said, mm-hmm. but it was just very upfront. And I was like, cool. We spoke for a minute. Coincidentally, the lights turned on mm. and she said, cool, I'm going taxi rank. Are you coming? And I was thinking, I'm going, I'm getting a taxi home anyway. So we walked down to where the taxis were. She jumped in a cab and she was like, share this one. And I was like, I don't think we're going in the same way. And she was like, we are. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Fam, jumped in, Tutu talking, and now the sun's coming up, so I wasn't in a good place. <laughs> if you know me, when the sun comes up, I don't want to fuck anyone. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. go to bed. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, God. But anyway, sun's coming up, so I'm like, cool, cool, cool. We get back to hers, and I'm like, I'm whispering from as soon as we get out of the taxi yeah. now. And she lived in a nice area. That's yeah. all I remember. And then... As we're walking towards the house, I'm trying to be quiet. And she's like, oh, you don't worry. You didn't need to be quiet. Um, my mum's deaf. And I was like, that's funny. Like, don't be me. I was like, don't be dread. Yeah. And like, don't be horrible about your mum. And then she was like, no, she is. And I was like, okay. Fam, ignored the comment. We go at it when we get in yard. And she's bawling, fam. She's moaning. As loud as anyone ever has. <laughs> Long story short, I saw her mum the next morning. Her mum is legit deaf. Legit deaf. I know this story. So Fam, it's, it's crazy. legit deaf. Sign it's, language, all sorts. It's crazy. And I was like, oh my God, I thought you were winding me the fuck up. <laughs> that's, I don't know if that's horrible or not. Just From in what that, aspect? Just in that, that. I don't know. When, I guess when you're growing up with a deaf mum, yeah. you're just used to... That's the fact that she can't yeah, hear. Yeah, 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 My yeah, mum yeah. can't hear and that's a categorical fact. Yeah. And I'm not going to be quiet yeah. out of politeness for something that like, yeah, do you know what I mean? relevant to her. Yeah, to me, because yeah. I've never, I've met deaf people, but I like, I don't, I don't have any relationship with any deaf people. Mm. I've not spent an extended period of time with a deaf person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like me trying to be, have manners and be yeah, quiet, yeah. even though her mum can't hear us. Yeah. For me, I'm just like, I feel like I should still be quiet. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to be polite. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's like, no, yeah. she can't hear. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't get it to this day. Uh-huh. It was probably like eight years ago. I still don't get it. Fucking anyway, so that was number one. She had, came at me with chest. <laughs> number two, um, we're talking bird shirt. <laughs> so I had, <laughs> I had a shirt one time, yeah? <laughs> I must have had a... I, I was going through, this is when I just, I just got out of my poorest era of my life and I splurged in Top Man. 
And they had like three, they had a type of shirt, like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a short sleeve shirt. And it had just a bird pattern on it. And I must have bought like three of them in three different colors. And I'm like, cool, I'm feeling good. Yeah. And then um, I walked in a night out one time and this girl came up to me. She was like, oh, I like your bird shirt. And I was like, oh, thanks. And she's with a drunk herself. She's like, bird shirt. And then she started calling me bird shit all night. Anytime she walked past me, yo, bird shit. <laughs> no, like, yo, shut the fuck up in it. <laughs> Yo, bird shit. What's up? And I'm like, your mom in it. <laughs> so anyway, we had this little back and forth, back and forth. And Fu had knows this girl, fattest arson tits. Fattest arson tits. Unparalleled. Fattest arson tits. Her was, body was a joke. A joke. A joke. <sighs> so anyway. Um, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. You see, we we have the night, etc. I see a, a few different nights out, etc. Mm. And then one night we go to get chicken after a night out. We're all having a good time. Mm. She grabs chicken, whatever. I haven't spoken to her this night. Mm. We're about to leave the chicken shop. She grabs me and she's like, are you coming? Mm. And I was like, where? And she was like, home. And I was like, gang, yes, yes. You said you gave your chick, the rest of your chicken to someone. Yeah, that's my chicken to someone else. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> just found just... Mm, yeah, go. <laughs> go. <laughs> Tell Donnie to floor it. Let's go. Ah, let's floor it. <laughs> Fam. Ah. So yeah, long story short, we went back to hers and fucked. She fucked. was but this girl a was a hoe. this girl was a hoe. This girl was an s- occupational hoe. She was such a hoe. Fam, we got back to hers and she was like, get your clothes off then. She got naked quick. <laughs> and then she was literally, get your clothes off then. And I'm like, Huh. I, felt, I felt so violent. I didn't know what to do. I literally wanted to leave at this point. I, I, I fucked her out of peer pressure at that point. Do you know what I mean? She pressured me into it at this point. I was like, there's no romance here. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the romance? Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell. And then like, I was like, I get my clothes off. Yeah. And this point, I felt naked. You actually you know I mean? felt naked. I felt so naked yeah. to the point where I think I covered my dick. Do you know what I mean? Even though I'm about to have sex with this girl, I'm here covering my dick like, okay. <laughs> like you're a fucking patient. From? Oh my God. So I'm covering up my dick, scared of this girl. Anyway, we have sex. And then I just got dressed quick. And she was like, you're not staying. And I was, I was thinking, you're the last person I thought <laughs> would ask me to stay. But no. 100%. million percent no. I, just like you ran away from your girlfriend in the other episode in year nine, I ran away from her. I got my clothes on. And just, I, li- I think I remember stretching my lats like this <laughs> and warming up my knees. And I was like, cool. All right. I'll see you later. I ran all the way home. I ran all the way home. I didn't skip a beat. And then, uh, so that was number two. And then number three was. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this out. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then number three. Fuck was um the girl that turned out to be a stripper oh my god um what was the first one again oh De- death mom was the one i probably the only one i wasn't there for death the mom t- you weren't there for the, the other, other two, two you were there for yeah, yeah yeah so me and Fu had one on night out we went into one shady fucking oh club oh my god one dirt it's on top of a chip shop yeah it's in Coventry. yeah it's in Coventry. it's the dirt it's on top of a fucking benny's 
Benny's, what yeah. an establishment. Bro, it's on top of a... Be- There's a club on top of a Benny's in Coventry. I can't remember what the club's called. I don't want to know what the club's called. I don't want to remember. <laughs> it's a hole in the wall. Such a dive. Anyway, we were there because we had no other options at this point. It was mm. late. One girl, I think... She, I don't even think she spoke to me in the club. Mm. We just made eye contact. Mm. By the time we'd left, she was walking behind us on the stairs on the way down. Okay. She said... I heard her from behind me say, my legs are tired. Mm. My girl jumped on my back for a piggyback and said, let's go. I was like, go where? And she said, back to mine. But we haven't spoken. We haven't spoken. And I was like, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Fam, same thing. Tell Donnie to floor it. Let's go. <laughs> Fam, went back to hers. She had a weird studio apartment. And this is the one where I called you. That's the one I called you. That's the yes. one I called you. Where You're talking about this on I'd nutted, Yeah, I'd nutted too early out of panic or whatever. I don't know. The pums was good. So I nutted early and I was like, oh dear. Mm. It was like foreplay nut. It was bad. Mm. Like uh, we hadn't really got into the mix whatsoever. Mm. So got into the toilet, splashed my water some of my face, tried to get back in the zone and thought I need to delay something mm. so I can get hard on. If you know the story already, sorry to repeat. Rang Fuhad, pretended to chat about anything. The girl there decided to suck me off and then Fuhad's just hearing just bare dangly dangs. <laughs> just bare gobble wobbles. Gawk gawks. And um, we hang off the phone and then then that time I will actually say I gave her the business after that one. Mm. Business. <laughs> I should have left her my card. <laughs> business. Firm. I felt like a gorilla after it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that time is one of the times where I'm like, you put it down. I want to spud myself. I just like, I gave her business on that one. I know. what. Oh, fuck. I know those type of fucks. You know, like, obviously, I don't want my brethren to see me fuck someone. Yeah. But I wish someone saw it. Because <laughs> they would have been like, rah. Go on. Fam. Egging you on. Egging me on. I should have I- given her my card. <laughs> I gave her business, <laughs> corporate. I love that, fam. Um, but yeah, anyway, that was that one. Those are so. Those are the three ones that come to mind. Where the girls put it on girls you. came at me with nothing but intent, mm. intent to kill. Mm, I love that, and I obliged all three times. I love. There that. have obviously been occasions where a girl stepped out. I'm not saying I'm good looking or anything, but she mm. stepped out of a lane. She's mm. objectively bad looking. Mm. And she's come at me with chest, mm. probably thinking that will overcome the barrier. Mm. And I was just at a time in my life where I'm like, it's never going to happen. Yeah, you spoke about it before the, after the phone party one. The big... The big oh big my chick. God, the big black girl. Yeah. And she dove at you. She dove at me. And you fucking repelled her like Found, a magnet. And the thing is, I actually feel... <laughs> I actually feel bad about her mm. because she didn't approach me in chest in a situation where... She had no reason to. Mm. I was in her bedroom voluntarily. She had every reason to think that we were going to fuck. But there's no way in a million fucking years I was going to fuck her. Mm. I was so unattracted to her. It's unbearable. Mm. And I've sobered up at this point as Mm. well. She leapt at me. Mm. And I felt emasculated because I was wearing her hoodie as well. Oh, yeah. I forgot And it was big on me. So I already felt, nah, nah. I had to ruin everyone's fun that night. <sighs> she must have felt so shit after I turned her down. Because that is such a way to turn down someone. Yeah, yeah. That I just got my shit and ran out the house. Mm, fuck. Mm. But yeah, man. One year in. One year in. Mm. Um, so. Talk to me. Fan requests. Mm-hmm. 
Let me find the other ones. So, so many. Oh my god! I write them down just to make sure I don't lose them. But then we get so many DMs. Mm. Not to brag, so many DMs. Sometimes that I'm just like, where are they? Where the fuck are they? Um, someone asked me on YouTube once what my um, I can't remember what episode it was what my um, stretch routine was remember what I was talking about oh uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to stretch after work um, I don't really have a routine if you are listening to this episode now anyway I don't really have a necessary routine I just try and because I've like I said I've got an anterior pelvic tilt so it's more I focus more on my back so I just I, I've got a roller and I've got a map I just always stretch my calves. I stretch my hamstrings. I stretch my quads and I stretch my back. That's it. I don't have a specific routine. So if um, you just have to work on the areas that are good for you, I guess. That's if you are listening on, if you are watching this. I thought I'd just hollow back and let you guys know. Calm. Right. So this one is actually very similar to what we were just talking about Mm. from our boy. Um, Yes. Cool. So he's like, um, quick question. Um, James, you've mentioned that you used to be or still quite anxious about talking to girls, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. After that sixth form situation with um, renting Lauren, renting Lauren, yeah. you know. Um, question is, how did you and Fuhad, if it applies, get to the point where you're comfortably getting kills and kill streak? Must say kills, you know. Um, just knee deep in puss uh, because the anxiety must have low key disappeared at some point. Um, are, you, are either of you low-key worried or scared of rejection from women um, like now at times mm-hmm. uh, or are you past all that uh, when did you get past the point of not caring um, or how do how do or how did you deal with rejection <clears throat> um, oh and lastly have okay. either of you suffered from any anxiety and or depression in general that's a good one. Oh wow um, he's asked a lot of questions so break it down breaking it down one for me specifically i've spoken about being anxious about talking to girls before mm-hmm. so he's asking in order for us to get to the numbers that we've obviously got to mm. when did that disappear if it mm-hmm. ever did mm-hmm. um and if it um and if we got rejected how did we handle rejection i think every guy's been rejected so that's yeah and lastly have either of us ever suffered from forms of anxiety in the past or depression you go and answer all right cool so for me unfortunately this is different for you for me unfortunately to this day i still don't really i still i still i still would suffer from anxiety trying to talk to a girl nowadays Mm -hmm. if whatever reason i had to talk to a girl now i would still suffer from some form of anxiety Mm. and i was speaking when i did the live stream the other day with my boy he asked me about something similar to this and i said i think my anxiety or fear of rejection stems from not knowing what the girl's here for Mm mm-hmm so we're relating it to like a sales job and stuff like that and when you're trying to sell something Mm you already know they're interested in your product because they came to you. Mm -hmm. So you don't really have to worry about rejection that much Mm -hmm. because they came to you. So 
with approaching a complete stranger in a club or something like that. Mm. They didn't <clears> come to me. They didn't come they're for mi- you. They didn't come for me. They're minding their own fucking business. Yeah. So regardless if they're down for me or not, mm. I am interrupting their life mm. to sell them myself. Mm. So that's where my fear of rejection comes from because they can give me, there's a million one reasons why they wouldn't be interested. Mm. So it's usually for me, once I've established that first, like you said, like the eye contact I've spoken to you about before, anything like that that gives me the impression, oh, okay, I know why she's here now. Yeah. I know she has some form of interest. Yeah. I have less fear of rejection now. Yeah. And I've, I, would, I would feel more comfortable to go and talk to someone. Um, needless to say, I still suffer from the anxiety. I still suffer from the fear of rejection. And it would, it's still, even to this point, this day and age, <clears throat> I'm fucking nearly 30 years old, I still wouldn't just approach a stranger. Okay. You're much better than I, than I am. Yeah, my my story is very, very different. Purely because if I stem back to like, obviously you spoke about I had my first girlfriend in year eight and then I was dating someone in year 10 and then obviously I squeezed Play-Doh Batty and then when I was in college or sixth form, I had a girlfriend then. When I was in uni, I had a girlfriend then. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> I there was never, not that there was never a time where I was just flamboyantly single, mm. but I'd always managed to find a partner. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really need to warrant a fear of rejection from females because I wasn't looking for females because mm. I was in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, was, I was in quite a few relationships growing up in life. And then once I graduated... Because of my career choice, obviously I work in hospitality, that then boosted my confidence because in hospitality, you have to talk to strangers every single day. Like females love it. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but females just love it. They, I feel like they love the fact that you can command the room. Okay. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the authority. The, yeah, they love, the, they love an authoritarian man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not everyone, don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. A majority of people do, and a majority of females do. Mm. They find it very sexy. They find it attractive because I feel like it's just. I feel like it's a, it's a nurturing feeling for a female because they know that a man can provide for them. Yeah, I feel like that's what what it brings. To yeah, the table. yeah, 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 yeah. So in that aspect, being in that industry or being in this industry and being a manager for so long has tailored me to be flamboyantly personable to everyone i meet mm. so i can meet anyone and not have the intention of wanting to fuck them but i can hold a conversation with them yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean because yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's different everyone's human like the other day when we went to where we went to the other time um that bar i can't remember what it's called and i was just randomly talking to random people i was talking to the doorman i was talking do you know what i mean and it's just it's it's i find it easy mm. and even talking to the lady that was serving us drinks i just found it easy because i was just having a conversation yeah, but i don't talk to her no one I was, it's it's just how I am. It's so good. I, I'm jealous of it. It's good. So I don't necessarily have a fear of rejection because it all, I wouldn't have a fear of rejection. Obviously, yes, I've been rejected before because every guy has. It's, it's, it's normal. But the fear isn't there. It's more, it's more, I, I would more likely get rejected if I was moving to someone via social media. Okay. Yeah. But if I got to, if I spoke to you on a face to face or like, not, not let's not even say a club scenario where you where you have to be like shouting or like you're dancing like there's yeah, other distractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say in like a bar scenario when you're talking to someone. Not to sound boasty or braggy, but I can make you fall for me. I will swear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because because of the way I talk, because of 
my career choices in life. I know how to tailor a conversation mm-hmm. because I have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the difference in my experience because not everyone works in hospitality. Not every time my job makes me who I am mm-hmm. and it's benefited me outside my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't happen for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you leave the hospital, if you're a doctor, you leave the hospital. You're not going to be a, doc- a, a surgeon at home. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. You're just the normal. two don't relate. You're just Dave, you're just da- the two, the two just relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the two just don't relate in the hospital aspect, but they do relate for me. So, it's it's a weird concept. I would say yes, more rejection from like I would say social media or like somewhere where you don't actually get to see me or speak to me verbally mm. via WhatsApp. Do you know all those kinds of where you have a choice. To either reply to me today or tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. huge difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. difference. Fair play. Um, cool, man. And That's my take on it. Well, he's answered la- like three the, questions. On the last problem. one. So we've answered the rest. The last one was: Do you suffer from any form of like depression or anything like that, or anxiety? I feel like everyone suffers from some form, some form of anxiety for sure. Um, I don't suffer from depression. I feel like I've definitely been depressed before. I've mm. said this to you personally before. Um, some, not something I really want to go into detail about on the pod purely because it's very far removed and irrelevant in my life yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but I feel like I feel like everybody does need therapy, some form yeah, of therapy yeah, 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 in life. Yeah, 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 everybody yeah. needs someone to talk to. Everybody needs that one person where you can say something to them and not feel judged and not be judged, and just saying it alone brings a massive relief off your shoulders mm-hmm. and it helps it helps them dramatic it helps them in ways you have no idea like it's, it's a feeling unbeknownst to you yeah, yeah because yeah. before me realizing that i was quote unquote depressed i didn't know i was i didn't feel like or know i was depressed yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. maybe you had seen it because you were in my life at that point in time yeah, yeah. but if I didn't, I only thought about it years later. Mm. And when I actually started to sit down and think about it, actually go through the motions and go through what I went through like verbally, mm. I sat down and I thought, oh, maybe I actually was depressed. Mm. And it wasn't up until I said it, or up until I, not quote unquote acknowledged it, because I didn't know what has happened at the time, but not until I said it that I acknowledged it. Yeah, man. Calm. And it's, I feel like it's something everyone may suffer from but they don't know that they suffer yeah, from. Yeah, 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 because yeah. not everyone's depressed but everyone has something they would like to talk about or don't know they'd like to talk about but if they do talk about it they have no idea how much weight it, really, it would oh, leave bro. on their shoulders that's the thing i'm grateful for you man uh i'm grateful for like lewis mm. he's like my day-to-day one yeah he's like yeah. with my day-to-day struggles yeah. he's like my therapist yeah and then obviously with like bigger stuff um, sometimes this is like therapy yeah. for me because I just get stuff off my chest yeah. that like yeah. I have no reason to bring because to anyone else yeah, yeah on the podcast you, can rant you, don't, on here yeah, you don't need a reason to say something mm. on here whereas in real life you can't just dive into something yeah. like that but for me I don't even think I've told you I haven't told you this I suffer from the most sporadic and acute bouts of depression that I cannot even understand okay it happens about one day every two to three months okay and for that day, for that 24 hours, I will be more depressed than I can bear. Really? I don't tell anyone about it. I will cry for no reason. But not even like sob, mm. but just like, you know, like fake movie tears. Yeah, you can feel it in here. Fam, my chest is collapsing. Here. Yeah. And I don't have a single clue why. Like you can ask me a thousand times what's yeah. wrong and I won't be able to tell you why. I've, I just am so sad 
Mm. That is unbearable. Like I want my world to end. I literally want the world to swallow me up for no fucking reason. Wow. Nothing can make me happy. You could tell we just hit like a million subscribers on here. In on that day, it won't make me happy. Nothing can make me happy on that day. Oh wow. Nothing. Every couple of months, one day, the whole day, I'll be unbearably sad. Do you message anyone? Like, because obviously we speak almost every day. So I'm asking like... Is no, I don't talk to anyone about it. Mm. No, no, not talk to anyone about it. But do you actually converse and like be, try and be yourself? Try and be normal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't like, like we've definitely spoken on those days. Okay. And I won't ever act any different. Mm. Like maybe my responses will be less enthusiastic yeah. than they usually might, but mm. not enough for you to really pick up on. Okay. And I will just act as normal as humanly possible. Okay. But I will be so sad. So sad. Like it happened oh, wow. to me like two weeks ago. Okay. And it got too much that I cried. Really? Fam, I had a tear. But I wasn't... Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, it was bubbling up on me. Bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. And I was just like... <sighs> and then bro, just watching TV. And I was like... <sighs> and then just like one thing here. Just gave it a quick wipe. Just carried on watching TV. Fam, you go to sleep. I wake up. Fine. Fine. Completely fine. It's so annoying. It's the most inconvenient thing ever. But it doesn't happen frequently enough for me to ever think about doing anything about it. Because I can't predict it. Mm. Nothing triggers it, mm. as far as I know. Something obviously triggers it that you don't know about. But I feel like it's, it's a humbling experience. Because I can't remember the last time I cried. Um, I've not cried in probably a decade and a half. Bro. Or longer. Mm. And when I say that to people, they feel like I'm a fucking... Heartless dickhead. Heartless cunt. But I... It's not like I don't want to cry or I don't choose to cry. I just, Fam, I have no reason to cry. There's been times where I've been so sad, like obviously these weird days are beside, mm. where I wish I could cry. Mm. Where I wish I could cry. Because mm. I'm just like, it will help make me feel better. Mm. I know, I remember from crying from experience before, that when you actually just let it out, <laughs> let it out you feel so much better. You feel way better afterwards. Yeah. But I feel like, I can't cry. Mm. Like obviously this thing with this tear, mm. like that wasn't even enough. Like, I couldn't ball out like I wanted to. It just I just can't cry. Yeah. I just can't cry. And um but anyway, yeah, those weird days are weird. Um I don't know I don't know what triggers it. That's why every few but I the way I usually chop I know this is fucking bullshit, but I the way I chop it up is because I'm so happy and enthusiastic all the time. My it's like my in my head I, I convince myself that it's my mind telling me that I this is my payback. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's a reality check kind this of This is like You've burned up all your good shit mm. for, for, for two months now. Mm. Like, here's some sad shit. Like, I don't know. Obviously, it doesn't good, make sense. A, a relapse kind of thing. No, it does make sense. Mm. It does make sense. To me, anyway, it does make sense. Because you know me. Yeah. I'm always up. Yeah. My voice notes must be exhausting for you. <laughs> they sweep me. I'm always up. Yeah. So, yeah, when I come down, like, I come down. Mm. But like I said, I don't know what makes me come. Nothing necessarily triggers me. I can't ever trace something that happens. Where I'm just like, oh, my Maybe God. Maybe you're just always high on life. Like in general, because, mm. and I think, how long has this been happening for? Mm, a couple of years. Mm. Has it been more frequent recently or has it still been the same Always, like every two, three every months? Every few months, just bang. Mm. And I can barely ever remember the last time it happened. That's how far mm. away it is. The few and far between kind yeah, of Yeah, like I can remember it happening the other day, mm. the other week. But next time it happens, you I won't probably won't even remember the, the last time it happened. Mm. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, man. I guess it's a kind of dark way to wrap up the podcast for the fucking one year anniversary. But I don't think there's. I don't think it's necessarily dark in a slight. As I feel like, I'm hoping to feel like people 
got in touch with themselves listening to us today. I hope so. Do you know what I mean though? Because obviously <laughs> there are there are times we like let's say eighty five percent of the time we just chat shit and make people laugh. Mm. But that fifteen percent, we tap into a different side of ourselves. And people like it. Yeah. So for some reason they do. Um it's good shit, man. And so yeah, guys, to wrap it up, we love you, we appreciate you. Always. Um and you're helping our dreams come true. <sighs> and here's to another year. Here is to another year. I hope you guys are wearing your fucking party hats. You got balloons in the background yeah, and everything. Happy Poppy. birthday. Happy birthday. We want some fuckers. birthday messages. After you see this, I'm expecting bare birthday bare messages. Bare birthday messages. DM me galore. Mm. DM me galore. My PayPal is open. <laughs> Send me my Christmas money. <laughs> All right. Bless. I love you guys. Peace.